0: Hi everybody, this is Alan Fine and I'm here with Matt Gleaves. He's the VP Commercial North America and Australasia for Cunard. We are here in Sea Trade, and we're going to talk about a brand new ship on Insider Travel Report. Matt, thanks for talking to us.
1: Thank you. No, great, uh, great for having you here with us and having some time with me.
0: So the big announcement is the new ship. Let's talk about it.
1: So Queen Anne will join our fleet in 2024 uh she's our fourth ship the first time we've had four ships since 1999 so first time this millennium you could say mm-hmm. um and she's going to represent a 40 percent increase to our capacity um as a, as a brand uh we're super excited but obviously Super aware of the job ahead of us in terms of uh, filling that ship and, and filling all the other
0: ships. So now Queen Anne, how does it compare to the other ships?
1: Yeah, Queen Anne is, is going to be larger than Queen Victoria and Queen Elizabeth. Um, so those two ships carry 2,000 guests. It's going to be 3,000 guests. Um, we're going to retain that sense of space because uh, she's a bigger ship. Um, so that's really exciting as well. In terms of on, on board, we're going to have more restaurants, so 15 restaurants on board the ship for people to choose different culinary experiences. Um, and we've also, get, we've also listened to our guests. So uh, a few years back, we introduced the Britannia Club um, uh, segment of the ship, right. uh, which was fairly sweet class. yeah, sweet, yeah, just just between the suites and the Britannia, um, and it was very popular. It's always very popular. Sells out very quickly when we launch, and so we've taken the step to increase the capacity there 200% on the, on Queen Anne compared to Queen Victoria and Queen Elizabeth.
0: Otherwise, are the are the uh, class of uh, suites the same in, in yeah,
1: you, uh, Cunard guests can expect to have the same choices as they have today. Uh, we're just changing the balance a little bit in response to uh, you know guest demand, which is. Which is great to be able to do.
0: You talked a lot about uh, at the press conference about the design. How is luxury different on Cunard?
1: Yeah, I think luxury luxury is about feeling special, feeling free, feeling inspired, and giving guests the opportunity to do that on board Cunard. I think is what sets us apart. It's the little touches. It's those white glove when you're having your afternoon tea served. Um, you know, it's, it's those little signature moments that make luxury for Cunard. I think and. Knowing that guests can experience luxury on their terms, um, which is really
0: important to us as well. But, but everybody does that. There, there's something else. There's a there's a the history. Yeah. It's it's the history and the and 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 I, and the design goes. You went back and found fonts from. Just yeah, explain yeah. that a little
1: bit. Well, so um, we've got an. Ar- <laughs> not many brands have an archive. Yeah. So we have an archive up in Liverpool where we've got amazing stuff that's yeah. been preserved by the University of Liverpool over years. And um, you know, the designers have been using that to tap in for inspiration going forwards. We're obviously extremely proud of our heritage, so we've got a lot of heritage that we can lean on that other brands can't. We own that space. Um, so that's that's really exciting. But equally, you're using it to build forwards for the future.
0: And I feel like if you were blindfolded and you were dropped on a Cunard ship, um, people would open their eyes and they would know from the design it's yeah. a Cunard ship. You've got those Art
1: Deco moments. You've got the, the red funnel. You've got those uh, the White Star service, the white gloves. You, you've got all those moments, and they will be retained because they're important to our heritage. But you're looking to to design forwards and make it relevant for tomorrow's luxury guests as well which is really important.
0: You also made uh, some announcements at the very beginning of the uh, uh the conference you talked about Alaska?
1: Yeah, Alaska's massively important. We see North America as a huge market that there's a lot of Cunadas out there that don't sail with us yet, that, that we should have sailing with us. Uh, and sailing in Alaska is a great opportunity for us to get more North American passengers on board the ship. Uh, in 2019, we did four sailings, it's the first return to Alaska since 20, uh, for 20 years. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, and in 2022, so this summer, we'll be having five voyages um, in Alaska up to seven in 2023 and who knows what 2024 will bring but we'll be looking to no doubt expand it further so that we can reach those guests
0: so the big news also is an anniversary is coming up
1: yeah, it is. Uh, so it's our 100th anniversary next year for World Voyages. Um, we've uh, one of the first brands or the first brands to do World Voyages. Uh, we've got Queen Victoria and Queen Mary two sailing around the world, celebrating that cent- centenary um, and stopping at some of the iconic ports that the first ships uh, did way back in, in uh, 1922, 1923 when they sailed.
0: But so, so you're the new VP. How, how hard has it been to ramp up? Well, there's a lot of exciting
1: work to do. We've started with some investments, like the ship being placed in Alaska, which helps us uh, access those markets. Pre-pandemic as well, we were aware of the ship coming and obviously made some investments in the team, restructuring the sales team, um, bringing some new heads in to help talk to travel advisors on a on a daily basis and give them more touch points. Uh, we'll be looking to continue that investment, working with travel advisors to understand where we should be doing that and where, where we shouldn't, um, but equally working across marketing and other investment opportunities.
0: But I was referring to you. You're the new boy, and yeah, so yeah. has it been hard to ramp up? Uh, no, no. Uh, I've what been you working. just said was a mouthful.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot of work to do. Um, but we're aware of it, we're we're geared up for it. Um, I'm I'm excited about it rather than nervous. I think it's a great um, time to be involved in the brand. Uh, Really exciting uh, job to be done. I've been working with the brand on and off for 12 years in the corporation, um, and yeah, look, uh, yeah, it is a big job, uh, but a job I'm excited to do. And ex-
0: for the travel advisors who already sell Crenard, they can still listen to this. But for the ones who are, are new to it, how do they get involved? Where do they go online, and and what tools do you have for them?
1: Yeah, look, um, uh, our, our VP of sales, Jamie Paco, get in touch with her. She'll she'll provide you with the support. Uh, we've got loads of training materials, and obviously, you know, where we can try and get get people on board the ships and experience a little bit for themselves you know the best advocates are those that have sailed so we're always looking to do that where we
0: can and, and if, is there a website yeah yeah you can go to cunard.com
1: and, and look at the website there
0: and move over to a travel advisor side
1: yeah 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 we've, we've got we've got some capabilities sort of. so
0: what's your advice for travel advisors
1: keep keep going we're, we're massively pleased and proud of all the work that you guys have put in through the through the pandemic which we know has been tough for everybody involved thank you for your support please continue it and look forward to working with you all in the future
0: thank you for talking to us. thank you And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.